Hello, this is uh, Geeks in Training. I'm David. Raza. Angelus. And we are going to be talking about something we decided to do recently. Uh, it's called LARP. Sit down, shut up, hold my mead. This is my turn. Get to go away. You know, RP is my thing. Stop trying okay. to take my moment. Okay, fair enough. Right? <laughs> okay. LARPing. So, um, to start you off, um, you guys aren't aware of this, but basically I have been teaching David and Reza swordsmanship for the last year. Yes, I know I kept that one quiet. Um, I'm fairly sure we've mentioned it at least once. Did we? We may have done. If we go back and listen to the podcast, because we do off, we do go okay, off we, Okay, it wasn't prominent anyway. Oh, either yeah, way. okay, it wasn't not prominent. prominent. So for the last year, I've been training these guys to fight with swords, uh, swords and shields, swords and swords. Swords and, sword, and knives. Yeah, yeah, swords and knives. Basically, anything to do with an edge weapon I've been trying to, including Razor eventually working with axes and hammers. It was very fun. Yes. Mm. So we got to a point uh, about six or seven months in, I think, when you started talking about, well, what, what can we do with this? Uh, and I happened to mention LARPing as one of the things that we could do. And, of course, you guys both said. All right. Yes. Yes. And also, what, what the hell is LARP? Well, actually, <laughs> I, believe, I believe the first thing I asked was, uh, will there be beer? Yes. And the answer to that was, of course, correct. Yes, there will be beer. And then my response was, I'm in. I thought you might be on that regard. So, so much David, being the huge history geek, of course, was like, absolutely, I'm in. Basically, it was just an excuse to go out and fight. Yep. So, um, what is LARP? So, for people who don't know what LARP is, um, essentially, it is a mix of amateur dematics, uh, some game, in, game theory involved in terms of there are rules, mechanics involved to make sure that everybody's playing fairly. Uh, but essentially, it's a story-driven environment. Uh, can be sometimes it can be a day, or it can be in our case was like a four-day weekend. Uh, which we get. So I'm going to uh, what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about uh, David and Raz's experience because they were completely new to this. Mm-hmm. Never done it before. Never done it before. Um, and uh, give me your first impressions based on how you obviously I describe how I tried to describe LARP to you in terms of how it worked uh, and the impressions. So the way I took it was uh, medieval fantasy role play is basically where where I where I was coming from this. So it's going to be like you know knights at a round table, magic and Merlin, all that good stuff. Yes, absolutely right. With monsters and things like that. Just as a lots a, of monsters. As a quick segue, uh, LARP is not just medieval fantasy like Lord of the Rings. Uh, there are science fiction based stuff. There are modern day takes on that. I've even been in an an event uh, that was based around the concept of Call of Cthulhu. Uh, I don't know if anybody's familiar with Cthulhu, but basically... Only through South Park. Uh, yeah, basically, Elder God sends people crazy. Lovecraft. Yeah, basically, Lovecraftian stuff. There's, there's a lot of genres out there, but the one we're focusing on today is the event that we went to, which is a UK-based uh, major, quite old event uh, called Lorraine Trust, uh, which is uh, held four times a year, uh, usually during the sort of like uh, late spring to early autumn period. Well, yeah, I mean, going on next to a schedule, it's like May and August. That's fun. Yeah, so for this, it was essentially uh, a very large group of people, a couple of thousand people, I think, turned up, maybe two, three thousand people turned up. There was event, a lot of people there. Um, so which was then broken up into uh, different groups or factions. Uh, I think there was about eight. I'm not going to go into all of the details, but essentially they were broken into different Same. groups. So they all had their own political agendas, their own uh, methodology. Leadership. Their own, yeah, their own leadership me- mechanics. Not everybody, of course, just followed... A king, for example, ours did, the, the hearts faction. And most importantly... Strength through unity! Albion forever. Most importantly, their own looks as well. Yes, and their own looks. David, we've had a brief insight from Raz's input as to how, what his first impressions were. What was yours and what were you expecting? Well, I was, I was trying to remove all expectations as much as possible. Never going to be possible completely, but uh, I managed to go relatively open mind. It's kind of difficult to get into for the first hour or two just as soon as you get over the inherent ridiculousness that is involved yes. and really get into it it's just so it was, unbelievably fun yeah. but it will take the average person at least an hour or two to sort of get over the idea of essentially throwing away your normal self and being something completely different just for shits and giggles it, it felt kind of weird for me because honestly it felt because all everybody was always talking you know every, when we first got there everybody was talking to everybody else and it felt like being the new kid at school. Yes. So when I was growing up, I was constantly moving the house. I was constantly going to different schools. And I always had to make new friends on the first couple of days. You know, I don't know if I can talk to you. I don't know if I want to talk to you. I don't know if you're an ass or not. But 
I got to admit, after we had our first fight, which was with the faction. Yeah, which was in, within the first hour, basically, wasn't it? Well, I mean, I know, but when we first got there, we monsters. Yes, but that was the first fight, literally. Because yeah. uh, the way it works is, um, in order to make it fair for everybody, as part of the event, they don't have a dedicated team who plays the bad guys all the time. So what they do is they break it up into two-hour slots for each faction. So over the course of the weekend, each faction's group, for as many who want to and are physically capable... Uh, there are basically monstering slots allowing bad people to play the bad guys for a bit. Usually, a horde of bad guys going to attack the other camps. And Plus, throw... you can volunteer. Why, may you ask? Yes. Because you get paid. You get yes. paid in coin and also... Experience. A, a, a facility to be able to improve your character through experience points. Um, if you want more details, my suggestion will be to look at laurientrust.com. Uh, look at the website, or um, you can put in for Lorraine Trust character creation, and there will be a PDF that pops up on Google right on the first page. You can find a lot of information there. Also, yeah. one one of the ones that is uh, pretty handy to have uh, straight off the bat is uh, I typed in Lorraine Trust OSP, yeah. and it basically gives you about the experience and uh, effects that you can have on your character, grow them, so to speak. Yeah, so but that really can in, in order to be able to it, it, it advance your character beyond the starting point. So, the yeah. two major ones are character creation rules. Uh, which allow you to explain the rules of the mechanics, how the system works, which we'll go into the basics here just to explain how the combat side of work magic, uh, combat works, magic works a little bit. Now, they're not hard and fast rules uh, beyond Lorraine Trust uh, because every system has its own way of doing things, mm. but it gives you an idea about how the mechanics work. Okay? Mm. But essentially, character generation and OSP sections in the website, if you look at both of those, uh, you can find a lot of information that will help you. And again, if you get stuck, Facebook page for Lorraine Trust is there. Uh, there's a discussion group you can join quite freely, and there are tons and tons and tons of people who will more than happily give you as much information, probably a little overshare sometimes, uh, about how to progress in the game and how to get the most out of what you're starting with. Mm. Okay. So that's that bit. So for... The big question I would imagine for a lot of people, how does the sword fighting fit in with Agalab? So, uh, in a divergent point from the way that we started initially, which was proper uh, um, polyetherine. polyetherine weapons, uh, these uh, LARP weapons are a lot safer. I'm sure you guys will agree. Yeah. A lot less of uh, a pain in the ass to get hit with. Yes. So, for example, the weapons are usually, and again, not for all systems, but as a general safety rule within the UK... Uh, carbon fiber uh, core, carbon fiber core, uh, wrapped in usually at least two inches worth of foam, identity foam on the striking surface of any weapon, uh, between the core and, and them, and usually then protected by an isoflex or latex covering. No jokes, please. Um, which is then usually decorated and designed to look uh, as realistic to a weapon as you can get. Well, so it's a look like big latex. I really wanted to say giggity when he said no jokes. Mm. Yeah. So with these weapons, um, they are we use what's called pulled blows. So essentially, you're not swinging it as hard as you can, as fast as you can, to try and hit somebody. The idea is is just enough that then when the when the weapon hits the location, whether it be the head, the arms, the legs, or even the chest, uh, you feel it. Basically, you want they want you to feel the hit, but that's but it. not really any damage done. So yeah, like if I was it. to swing a uh, one of the hammers and hit somebody on the jaw. They wouldn't, their knees wouldn't buckle and they wouldn't see stars. Yeah, thanks for that. that was it. I said I was sorry. <laughs> you stabbed me in the heart. That, 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 that was not with the, the LARP weapon, though. That yeah, was that was with a, with a really dangerous polyethylene weapon. And in all fairness, I didn't stab you in the heart. You lunged at me and I you put my sword out. You moved forward, moving on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Still sore. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so with that, um, <laughs> with this, so how do you take an effect? So, once, it, as an example, if I hit Razor in the arm, um, he will then uh, has under the mechanics of the system um, essentially X amount of hits on each location. So, for example, Raza without any armor could take three hits on his arm before his arm was rendered useless. He could not then use the uh, use it. Well, with the armor that I had on, I was you got about six or seven. You know, I was seven hits per. Yeah. You weren't always wearing it. No, no, I don't, yeah, because I was. That's not. Yeah, yeah, we're not, not, we're not getting to that now. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. As far as the mechanics go, I think anyone who's listened to this can take a look at our and Trust website and or YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah YouTube good. videos. There's loads of them. But let's not forget, people. We are a review yes. podcast, so I think if we go take it in turns, 
with positives and any negatives or parts for improvement that we found and then as per usual uh, a rate out of 10 for the event specifically that we went to. Okay, yeah, so you want to talk about low interest? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll, well go We can talk about LARP as a whole, but we yeah. are our main experience, okay. obviously you're a bit more experienced. Well, experience yeah, your experience one event you went. In one uh, company, Lorient Trust, yeah. with one faction. Yeah. So it's a very narrow view of LARP from our review experience, uh, but this is mostly just to give you guys a feel about how this works. Now, before we do that, obviously we've gone through the, the, the combat side of it. Uh, there is also a fantasy element, so there is magic involved yes. in this particular system. Um, I'm not going to go into it because it is a large segment all on its own. Spoiler alert, Angela spoke to a tree for 20 minutes. I did not speak to a tree. I, oh, I, sorry, he healed a tree for 20 minutes. Yeah, he yeah. spoke to a tree for 20 anyway. minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's did, actually. He technically uh, enchanted at a tree. Anyway, um, moving great. on. It was so, funny. Let's roleplay for you. <laughs> How often do you get to heal a god? I mean, seriously. That's not a subject a question. That's not a sentence you would hear every day. A god trick. A god trick, exactly. One of many. Um, so, so, yeah, magic is basically broken down into a combination of um, you're given X amount of cards that you rip each time you want to do a magical effect. Uh, then you have a list of spells that you can use on the fly. Uh, so, as long as you do the, the magic words, from roll, you know, not abacab. Yeah. Not, not any uh, Harry Potter. Yeah, that one or any Harry Potter ones. But there, there are. Clearly... Mind you, we hit some really funny chanting while oh, we were there, man. There's some amazing stuff, but um, people want, but people are gonna make it fun anyway. They can. That guy from the Griffins was killing me. I swear oh, to God. God. So anyway, yeah, they're, they're basically there's vocals involved where you say a few lines, um, usually very loudly, so people can hear you, mm-hmm. especially in the middle of combat. Mm-hmm. So I would go to David, for example, I would go blah 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 blah. Uh, and then you say, I blast you in the head. So the idea is that then David now can clearly hear that a magical effect has been targeted in his head and then he role plays accordingly. Yep. Usually by going, fucking ow. Yeah, I heard ow a lot of times. Yeah, ow is a lot of times, because usually cause it's um, one of those things. There are other spell effects involved, but the idea is basically shout very loud so the person can hear. If you're in a group of people, point. I, I de- I, yeah, either point at them or point, shout, and then... Describe the person you are casting at so they can get an idea. Saying that, though, it, since we're on that subject, there was some really, really good use of magic on both sides during a fight. So I remember I was in this scrap. Uh, I think it was on day two. It was at one of the battle stages. There was a line of us, a line of them, and then there was, like, two mages on either side. Yeah. So one of them was saying, uh, I cast the spell of... Uh, um, what was it called? Come to me, my children. Oh, yeah, Beguile. 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 Come to me, walk to me, and then somebody just knocked me in the back of the head. Nope. I was like, oh, no, no, okay, okay, I'm out of that. All right, let's get in the back of the battle. It was like, there was such, like, foreplay going on with the mages. It was so it cool to watch. It does break up. really the word you want to use. It to I'm more than happy to use that word in this It, it did break up the lines from a simple fighting back yeah, and forth across the It, it does allow a lot more sort of strategy and, and, and tactics. But I'm not even joking because I, I realised it. It was like, I'm not the only one. When these mages were going back and forth around us, the fighting stopped. Yeah. It was literally just watching the mages. Who, which mage is going to win this battle? Yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah, it can be like that. So and then I realised. Hang on. So I got under the pole and got him right in the neck. Yeah. So you got uh, so you got combat and you got magic. And those are the two main things. There are secondary areas like things like crafting. Uh, in Law and Trust, there's a huge thing called the guilds. So you sign up to a guild. You can learn special skills with some role play, some time. You get sent on missions. You get paid for those missions most of the time in some format. Uh, and uh, and then, of course, there's the politics. Ah. Politics is a huge part of uh, Lauren Trust because you've essentially got eight different kingdoms all trying to get what they want done during that period. Um, in that regard, um, the one side note to magic, which I kind of missed out, and it's, it's a shame because it is a big pit, but again, it takes forever to explain. There is a big show-and-tell version of magic called Ritual Magic. Ah, uh, the Ritual Circle. Yeah, now I don't know if you guys actually got no. to see any being done. I poked my head in a couple of times, before but then I, rem- then I remember, because the first time before we went, you literally said, stay away from the Ritual Circle. Yeah, and as you found out when we did our first monstering slot, that's why. Yeah, I, I saw, I remember I poked my head in and I was like, hang on, I'm not supposed to be here, I'm out of here. Yes, so as an example, Ritual Magic is basically a big dramatised uh, magical effect where a team of people work together to achieve something magically. If you do very well, you get good things. As some people found out, Lauren just this year, 
If you're not very specific about what you ask for, everyone will die. Yeah, everybody oh, dies. Uh, I think we felt that one on our side of the table. I think everybody felt that one because <laughs> that was really bad. Uh, so, as an example, it's also a good plot driving point uh, because as we were playing in the monstering slot first, because our faction got the short straw, and we were the first ones out of the gate uh, monstering. So, literally, we all got grayed, we all got painted with gray faces, given some weapons, uh, teeth, face too, teeth. Uh, face teeth. teeth. Uh, and basically given a basic description about what they want us to do. And then we all pulled out the ritual circle at uh, at time eight, basically. Yeah. And uh, almost kill. well, I think we almost killed a lot of people out of the gate on the first day. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, it was intense. Mind um, you, I, I, I will say, I friggin' loved monstering for one specific reason, because my character was sword and shield, right? And uh, so I'm not allowed to use ambidextrous, but when I was monstering, it was the only time I could use my sword and my axe at the same time. Yeah. Because I, you know, I chose shield because I thought, you know, shield wall. I've not done it before. A little bit of protection wouldn't be such a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, so, but when I was monstering, I didn't have to give a crap. No. So I would. I, so I was literally going in there, sword and shield, uh, sword and axe, just swinging madly. And I was, I'm loving this. Yeah, I thought you might like that one. So that's the basic rundown. Plus, of, I ate like three people. Yeah. So as a, a mechanic for, as an understanding of how Lauren trust gets broken down into various sections. Uh, there is that. Of course, there was plenty of time for humour. I'm sure people, uh, these oh, guys yeah. will tell you about it in their favourites. <laughs> um, so just before we go on to our highlights, uh, let's talk to you guys about uh, what you, um, how the sword training and everything gave you an idea about what you wanted to play. Okay. Well, as far as the role play element and all of the magic stuff, gave us no idea whatsoever. Uh, but, no, that's all right. But, uh, well, for one example, I, I went into a, uh, a tournament during our time there. And, well, even though the guy I ended up facing off with in round one made it all the way to the, uh, to the semi-finals, uh, I think I did quite well against him. And I reckon without sword training, I wouldn't have done. So, yeah, yeah. it certainly helped sell the fact that we are supposed to be, as characters, these experienced fighters and guys who know what they're doing. And also I actually helped train a few of the younger guys as well, which was... Uh, Fist bumps for, for you. Which, that was good to see, man. Yeah, it was fun. <clears throat> and yeah, I, I think I helped him a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's without the sword training, I wouldn't have been... Wouldn't have had the confidence to um, help train the guys or... Probably wouldn't have lasted as long as I did, which was longer, may I say, than one of the big generals lasted against the same guy. That's true. So you got torn apart immediately. <laughs> that right arm got sent you chopped up. Mm, yeah. But anyway, so without that, I wouldn't have wouldn't have done as well. I don't think. Without the training, I'm fairly sure I would have been kicked out on day one. <laughs> yeah. So uh, when we first started training. My uh, ability to swing a sword was, um, how, do we, how do we Excessive. say? Swing through. Swing through. Yeah, okay, well, well that's a nice way to put it. Um, well, you're alive, the Perius, so yeah. we'll call it there. <laughs> I didn't hit you that hard. Twice. Look at his chest, he's probably still got heart palpitations, bless him. Oh, that was a year ago. Exactly. <laughs> he's still alive, he's breathing. Yeah, same. But yeah, when we first started training, my the the big thing that they had to teach me was control. control. Yes. Uh, one, uh, how hard I swing it. Yes. And two, not to lose my temper. Yes, because yeah, um, you did have well. On the odd occasion when you got a glance, something would hit your head. You do tend to almost lose your shit. Now, see, I I realize that, but it's also the case that. That was not my worst freak out during our fight sequence. I remember I came to the training one day, guys. Guys, I've got a wasp sting yeah. in yeah, my yeah. stomach. Don't, you can hit me in the head. You can hit me in the nuts. I don't care if you knock me out. Just don't hit me there. Long story short, he, short, he got shot with an arrow in the bee sting and then hit by a... Uh, Angelus a during a fight. Yeah. In my defense, the arrow shot uh, was... That extremely was well, it was still extremely unlikely you were going to actually hit that. Yeah, I believe I dropped because we our, our training involves uh, archery as well. So I believe so we literally just fire arrows at each other. First one to hit three wins, right? Okay. So just a quick thing for arrows before people think we're start firing arrow, actual arrows. Oh yeah, the are big, big. Essentially, the big conical, uh, about two and a half inches uh, diameter uh, foam heads that are basically designed 
to soften the blow when they hit. So they com- they basically compress uh, under foam, uh, so they're safe to hit. With to any of our LARP listeners, you you know you know what we're talking about here. Anybody that goes to the LARP knows the type of arrows that we're talking to about. To be honest, you can barely even feel them unless you get hit in the wasp sting. And I believe when or you hit me in the or or when you I believe when you hit me in the wasp sting, I dropped my bow, grabbed my axe, and ran at you. And it was the first time you ever ran away during a fight. And then later on in that same training session, Angelus with the hammer. Hit me in the wasp sting. I'm well, still sorry about that. And then I, it hurt so much, I dropped my axe. He did. And I dropped my shield. Yep. And I believe I, I saw red. That's and then surprising. I picked my axe up, and you ran away too. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, this was, this was supposed to be fun for everybody. And hitting you in the wasting unintentionally does not deserve to get panel beaten into the ground. Not to mention, let's, let's also discuss the reason why. It was so painful, which we found out much later. The fact that the sting er was still in you, <laughs> and that's why you were in so yeah, much pain. Yeah, I was in so much pain. I literally went home that night with a knife from the kitchen and cut it out. Too much information. But anyway, let's get back. But yeah, yeah, the whole thing about my training is that I had to learn control so I wouldn't hurt anyone. Yep. And uh, learned some technique to help me out in the battle, which Absolutely. really fucking helped during the battles. Yeah. Shield and sword, front line. I'm not even kidding. You told me to stay away from the front line, stay away from the center during the whole thing, right? Yep. I didn't I love. I kept getting dragged there because we didn't have that many shields. I loved it there. It was brilliant. I loved it on the front line. Front line is fantastic. It is brilliant. <laughs> there is a logical reason why I said that because they did have, have because I couldn't physically replicate. A frontline shield wall tactic. It was one of those things they had no practical experience of, and I didn't feel comfortable um, pushing them towards doing the shield wall at the center. Mm-hmm. I would have been much more happy if you'd been on the flanks, but you guys, after a year's worth of training, you held your own, you exceeded my expectations in every well, single Well, look at it this way. My character didn't die, and I was on the front line for every hot fight. Which is fantastic. I, again... Hats off to the both of you. So, Dude, a, hats off to you. You, you trained us with no, those shields like no business. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'll tell you this. That, I'm not even kidding because it's like, I, you know, I didn't bring much to the characters and the role play and everything like that because, you know, I was new. I had no experience with that. I wasn't, didn't feel like I could really get involved and talk to people that much. Ironically, the first person I was actually <laughs> going to talk to was the king. Yeah. Uh, but that, we'll, we'll get into that in a bit. But the, the fighting, I like, all right, I know I can contribute here. And the fact that I was a front line and I didn't die, I had to get healed. You know, I'm not oh, going to yeah, I yeah. had to get my armor fixed, I had to get healed. That, that goes without saying. That's going to happen during a lot of fight. But you didn't fall down often, basically. Uh, I mean, unless I was, you know, strike down. Yeah. But, you know, the, you have to fall down, and that's fair. But I had so much fun on that front line, it was not even funny. I was like, okay, now I get to shine. Yes, absolutely. And that was the thing about LARP, is you, you can find a niche that fits in with you. Unfortunately, my... My niche tends to be the sneaky bastard that comes up and sticks a knife in your back. And I'm such a nice guy. So it's like, but it's so much fun. And I do it so well. Mm. It's kind of scary. I, I, was, I, I was also that guy that, you know, when, when one of the uh, commanders would shout out a command, I was the one that would be that shouted louder. So yeah. he'd say, to, they would say, to the king. I would be like, to the king. Yep. Doesn't surprise me. No, Again, no. Everybody, found, everybody found a niche mm. during that period. And, and that regard. But, um, but... It was one of those things I really wanted these guys to be able to experience it, but I they did need that training. I mean, for yeah, example, yeah. when I first started training them, it, just with swords, just on their own, just swords, no shields, no no anything extra, just getting the basics down. Um, when I first started out, I could take the pair of them on and win. Most yeah, 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 when yeah. I first started that's, out, that's yeah. Right. That's yeah. Right. Um, now, a year later, I can barely. It's a knife edge difference between who wins and loses on one on one. But I'll tell you what, right now. The, the two-on-one scenario, that actually goes all three ways right now. Mm-hmm. So as far so the last time we actually did this, it was a three-way, it was two-on-one, two-on-one, two-on-one. Yeah. And it was knife edge all three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think I barely scraped through my win against you guys. Yes. Yeah, and actually on that note, um, when I was do, training the guys uh, in the hearts, uh, we did actually do a two-on-one, and I was like, eh, I know how he feels now. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I, I may have slightly just 
Club through. Yeah. But again, this is this is a great feeling for me because you know they've gone on and in a year they've taken on every piece of valuable experience and technique that I could possibly give them, which I'd learned in about ten. So hats off to the Barrowview for picking it up so quickly. Plus, I found out I'm handing him a knife fight. Yes, it's you. Mm. But anyway, so um, we've done that. So let's go on to the, the highlights and best bits about what you liked about the event. Today. Yeah, so the review, the review. Okay. Uh, yeah, so my favourite bit was the, the people. Uh, specifically the hearts. Obviously, we had a bit of interaction with others, like the wolves who fed us. Just the best thing ever. <laughs> if, you, if you want to get fed by a bunch of different people and given drinks all the time, Join the diplomatic corps. It's just the best thing ever. Uh, but yeah, so uh, loved a lot of the factions, but the hearts obviously the big standout because they were there are people now. Straight through unity. Yep. Albion forever. That's the one. Uh, and uh, yeah, I uh, love a lot of people. Uh, won't won't you know give out any names? No need to. But basically, uh, you know who all you of, are. Yeah, all of yeah, you know who you are. All of the people who basically helped us out, chatted to us, and just. Really made it a lot easier to uh, mm. assimilate. Brilliant. The fighting was fantastic. There's always something to do. You ne- you never feel like, oh, I'm bored now. That's never an issue you ever have to deal with, ever, at any right. point, ever. Um, and, um, yeah, uh, the fighting, the people, and the fact that you're always busy. Those are my three main... I'll tell you what, we, we ate like students while we were there. That's true, we did. But we... Earned it. Absolutely. The sweat that was... Uh, can we talk about the weather for yeah, a second? Well, this dude, this dude, he's done his best bits. Yeah. He's done his best bits. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. We'll do all best bits. All best bits. So, the best bits for me was when I was starting to feel involved. Yep. So, I remember there was a couple of times on the gates that the, the lords, and I say that with the brackets, you know, character lord characters would come up to us and say, you know, like, talk to us like I'd been there forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were talking to us, giving us advice, and it felt like a proper band of brothers. Yes. No, 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 a band of brothers and sisters, because there were some badass women in our faction. Right? Oh, God, yeah. There were some kick-ass women in, the, in our faction. Yeah, and it was it, it was so much fun. Granted, I have to admit, I spent majority of my time in the bar. But to be fair, I was on gate duty, and the bar was right next to the gate. Yeah, Dangerous true. combination. But... <laughs> I, I spent a lot of time on Great gate duty. <laughs> yes, sir, I'm on gate duty. <laughs> yes, the, the, the most anti-authoritarian person ever. I volunteered for gate duty. It was so funny. It was funny to me. Hey, to be fair, I, when I was on the you know the gate duty, the queen told me because um, I you know I, you know it's okay if you have to ask people who they are if they're assholes about it, just uh, tell one of us and nobody's gonna say shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But everybody was cool about it. But what I was doing? What was funny is when the king came back and I had to ask him who he was, <laughs> and I said, "Sorry, my lord, uh, you know, sorry, your Majesty, you went queen's orders." <laughs> that was funny as hell. Mm-hmm. And they asked, "Did you actually just do that to the king?" I was like, "Queen's orders." Nobody questions it when I say Queen's Orders. No, not at all. Any other highlights? Well, the drinking. Uh, I'm fairly sure I had a buzz on the entire weekend. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Not at all. Hey, I, I was still able to fight. Yeah. You guys were worried I'd be too drunk to fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, there was always that. There was always that. I know. Mm-hmm. It was one of the things. That's why I always moderated to say, look, you know, drink. Absolutely. Have fun and have a drink and everything. But, mm-hmm. uh, but don't drink to the point where you're not going to be safe with yeah. weapons anymore. Oh, yeah, but there was a lot of... You know what was crazy for me? The amount of unexpected stuff that happened. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, it's like... Always something to A prime example, we went and listened to... Shout out to Spine Shank. Oh, God. Oh, God. We wanted to listen to one of his card readings. And I can't remember the last time I laughed that hard. Because uh, what I, I'm fairly sure one of those characters was written by the Mighty Boosh. Yeah. But well, was, one of the cards that he pulled out was just called This Fucking Guy. <laughs> That's all you need to know about about uh, the, the. But Spine Shanks was cool. I loved hanging around with him, and uh, what? But we basically went from that, and then we were going to go to the. Was it the Griffins? Yeah, we went to the Griffins to go get fed and get some beer in us. Every which, single which time, happen, which every happen. single time during this weekend, I've gone out to do something nice and easy. Shit goes down. Yeah, every we went, single we went time. To, we went there to get you know uh, food and water, and well, you know, breaded and watered, and uh, we got fights. We then. ended up with. Monster fight. I'm like, I didn't even bring my shield for this. Why the fuck am I here? It's like, guys, are we are we getting involved in this fight? This ain't our fight. Do we? And they were just like, all right, fuck it. Let's just draw swords and get in the fight. Damn right. That and was. Then, then when that was done, and we came back, bloody 
fight was kicking off at the Hearts as yeah. well. We what was it? The the Griffins yeah. we were dealing with uh, goblins, goblins and some mind controlling creatures. Yeah, goblins and some brain eaters, as I would describe them. Yeah. And then after that, we didn't get any beer or food. So we're like, all right, fuck it, let's just head back to the hearts. And they were being attacked after. I was like, Jesus Christ, can't I get a beer? Yeah. Uh, I was like, I was literally contemplating. I could just go into the Macintosh right now and get a beer and let this happen. Macintosh. Macintosh. Yes, and Andrews, yeah. your highlights. Oh, my God. First highlight, um, and it's just completely nothing to do with the actual event or anything. It was just watching you guys in your first fight. I was so proud of you guys going out there and just... No. Because they, well, oh. you'd spent a year training. I trained you. This was the big litmus test to see how well did, I had done teaching you guys, and you did not let me down. You did me proud. Did you cry during my tournament fight? Uh, <laughs> no, I was screaming at you to do things you didn't do. <laughs> I, <laughs> I even gave you the well. advice how to beat the guy, and you you completely ignored it. Well, I was ignoring everything because everyone was screaming everything that was coming to their. Bloody but I brains. told you before you went into the into the match mm. what to do. How, what his weaknesses were because I'd already done some sparring sessions so I knew what, where his weaknesses were and you completely fucking ignored it yeah. <laughs> and got your ass handed to you for it I wouldn't say handed to me I took his arm oh yeah okay yeah, yeah. Uh, come on we'll do yeah. better next time yeah, yeah. Well, I, I took his arm I'm happy you did, yeah, I took his arm you, you did take <laughs> his arm he just unfortunately he was ambidextrous so he just passed it to his other hand yeah, yeah that was annoying and then finished you off when I saw that I was like oh, crap <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, that for me, big big point. Uh, I love my role play in the um, in the in the far, in the oh god the glow uh, the the gathering. Where was it? It was the big forest place we all went to. The gathering? No, that, that was, was the actual event. event. But the actual when we went and did that teleportation oh, that, that thing. Grove. That's it. We went to a, we went to a grove and there was a whole bunch of trees that were supposed to symbolise various was aspects of the heart. With oak. Uh, with oak and a bunch yeah. of other ones. And, and the king was there too. Yeah. And I got to do some awesome role play, which I mean, didn't actually end up doing anything for me, but I just loved doing it. Because I had, um, I was basically, I was a ranger. I had an archer, ambidex, and some healing magic. Well, a bucket load of healing. Yeah. Um, and one of the ones, one of the things was, uh, one of the trees, which is supposed to represent the people of Albion, uh, was basically recovering from great injuries. So I was like, well, I'm a healer. It's going to cost me a very little amount of magic to do as much of, as much of it as I want for as long as I want. I'm just going to go over and heal the magic tree, which apparently didn't really do anything, but I didn't know that. Mm. And I was playing in characters. Like, there's there's one aspect of what, essentially, our gods. It's in pain. I'm going to go try help. And basically, I, I sat there for 20 minutes. I chanted the same fucking line over and over yeah, again. I remember, I, I literally, dude, does he have to keep doing that? And they turn around, holy shit, he's still doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how often do you get a chance to heal a god? I mean, seriously. Uh, that was funny as hell, though. Uh, what else? Uh, the fighting was amazing, uh, especially in the Griffins, because finally we managed to get into a fight where we we're actually all able to injure stuff. Mm. Um, and I'll come to that. That will be in, reflected in some of the, the downsides of, of our interest event. Uh, but in, so basically, once we actually got into a fight that we could actually do something, uh, we all got to shine. You guys got your front line. I got to whip around the sides and the flanks. Yeah, the irony is I up. didn't have my shield in that. I literally just had my short sword. That's what I was doing in the and fight. This is but, why, yeah, but this is why I trained you to use a sword first before anything yeah, else. I was going to say, but I held my own. I did not die. I got hit a couple of times, but I, I helped take down at least four goblins. Uh, five not, orcs or goblins. I managed not to take a shot during that one. I'm quite happy. Yeah, no, these guys fought like somebody who'd been on a, on a LARPing field for like five years. Mm. And they fought like champions. Terrible. I'm so proud of these guys. No. So that's my major highlight for me was was basically just being out there again and watching these guys do me proud. I tell you what, the as as much as it, as for, as much fun as I had at the heart, the last day of monstering, the last day we were there, the monstering that I did, that was the most fun I had during battle because you know it's like all right, so you're gonna be so they started all right, you ten hits per and you eat things. I was like, all right, cool, and then yeah. they came back. Uh, now you've got a uh, cold through. So basically, call through is a hit. So if you hit them, it goes through the armor. And yeah, so certain creatures are affected by certain types yeah. of calls. And it's not necessary to know what they all are, but basically, um, they were giving us better and better things yeah. to do. On and the then you guys, yeah. And then we went back the last time. I was knackered. I had no energy, and said, "Oh yeah, okay. Now you triple points, so you're thirty hits per." So I'm like, get me the fuck back out there. And I was literally because I had thirty hits. I was literally going Just on that front line and stuff. I was Just going back to that answer. front line and I took down four people before they got me again. Right. And I'm like, oh, yes. And, you know, there was this gadget that looked like, uh, 
Uh, basically, just look, he looked like Carl Drogo with a huge staff, oh, right? Shit. <laughs> okay, I took him down. Nice, nice. Because I've been seeing this guy all weekend, and whenever we were monster, and I'm like, you want man, he looks like he looks like a badass. And the first time we were monster, he took me down straight off because I had I didn't I didn't have that much life. Yeah. But I realized I've got a little bit of experience right now. There's a huge gap here, and he's chanting to his people. I'm like. He's not looking at me. Uh, so I just went mine. right in, and I had 30 hits, and I took him down before he got me, and then they all started moving back. So I just, then I got into another one, and then I got a co- I got two more, and this got the final hit off before I had to fall down myself. I'm like, I just took down four people before they got me, and I'm like, I am loving this monster. Okay, David, so we've done the good stuff. We'll talk about some of the stuff that you think could do improvement, or you weren't as impressed with as you think you could have been. Well, this isn't really a criticism, but the, the one thing is, like, when you haven't really done too much at the beginning of a weekend, putting your finger up in the air is fine. It's not a problem at all. But after, like, two or three days of extraneous activity, keeping your fucking finger... Basically, if you put your finger in the air, it means you're non-existent. It means you can pass through without unmolested. Um, and, yeah, putting it's- your finger up in the air... After about two days of running around, beating the crap, and having the crap beaten out of you. We're chainmail. Consistently. Just having your finger up in the air is the most exhausting thing I've ever had to do in my life. <laughs> so, just a quick thing. So, hand finger in the air basically allows things like monster teams to be able to move around without getting molested by other players. Uh, to Safe and from passage. Location. Basically, it's a way of moving moving things around the game that don't get interaction and slow the base down. Uh, so, for example, once a monster attack's been dealt with, there and they want to move on and attack another site, which possibly could be the other side of the field. Everybody puts their hands in the air. They move move through the field. Everybody just gets out of your way. It just, it just means you're not here. Yeah, basically not me. here. Just ignore me. Carry on uh, and do that. Yeah, it's so. so exhausting after like, the first two. It's <laughs> insane. I didn't. Even, I was just, like, I had to keep on switching my hands every five yeah, minutes. You will do, yeah, you will do. Yeah. But yeah, that was not really a criticism. It was just uh, mildly annoying, but also understandable. You have to do something to. To, uh, to show that you're not there. But actual criticisms, I've only really got one, which is that I, the, the ways to make money seem quite difficult other than just doing monstering. It's it's quite difficult to actually do anything, unless you really, really please somebody. Re- really like just be like, oh, yeah, you well, did I mean, a great job. We, yeah, didn't, che- we didn't check it out while we were there. Could you make money in the yeah, casino? There are a few ways. Oh, yeah. Well, it's gambling, isn't it? So there's a few ways to make money in Lorraine Trust. Though you take a crafting skill, which you get paid for every event, uh, and also people pay you for stuff if they want custom stuff made. Um, there's the guilds. Guilds do 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 pay you for some jobs if there's jobs available. It's not always guaranteed. Uh, and of course, there's um, the casinos for gambling if you want to gamble. Yes, they uh, do do to, that. To specify a little more, what I mean is there's nothing to do in your faction that earns you money. That earns you money. No. Because again, it's supposed to be a hero system. So the idea is you are there for the good of the world or the good of your country, not there to make make a buck. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that's, that's my only criticism that I can think of. Razor. I don't really have much of a criticism because I I think the 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 major problem I was having was my own shortcoming. So there was a lot of times during the fights that they would so I would so somebody would shout something at me like. Uh, uh, it was some sort of magical chant or sure. some sort of magical attack via a weapon, and I didn't know what it was. Yeah. And I, but and then in all fairness though, they were more everybody I spoke to. Anybody, I would say, I'm sorry, I don't know what that means. I'd whisper it, and they were like, "Okay, I get it. He's new." Yeah. And he's like, "No, just just fall over and then get straight back up." Yeah. I'm like, or it would be, "You got to move still. You got to stay still. Uh, you you got to come towards me." And it was like, oh, "Okay," and I was like, "Sorry, he's like, cool, mate. It's cool." And then we would just get right back into it. So it was. The, the the major problem I had was that there was a lot to learn and I didn't learn it all, but I learned a lot through the experience itself. Um, you know, you know, what I wish I had that I didn't have at the beginning. I wish I would have had a schedule of uh, monstering because I really uh, there was a lot of times that I missed out on monstering that I really wanted to go, but I I just couldn't keep track of time because I didn't have a clock on me or anything like that. But I mean, I I don't really have that much criticism. There was a lot of fun there was a lot there was some confusion where <laughs> the authority figures got mad at us like we, so we were attacked by these like sort of sea creatures that were looking for demons yeah and i you know i went into the fight the fight and i got attacked and i had to go get healed and when i came back it was like they're, they're looking for demons just tell them you're not a demon they'll, they'll let us through but one of the lords got took down because he was only like one hits per yeah. and 
we were literally it's like oh, okay so i just put up i put my sword away not a demon not a demon and i was like okay are we doing this is this is this how this fight's gonna go yeah not a demon and then when they left the lord got up he was like aha our faction was attacked and you did nothing it was like dude i was getting healed. yeah you threw a straw basically I, I was getting healed dude i i did attack and i was like oh, but fair play you know because I, I suppose that's part of the whole role play and everything like that but I don't think there was anybody there that could have done anything against these guys. I think in that particular instance, uh, it wasn't designed with our faction in mind. This fact, this this thing was probably would be affecting things like the Tarantulas faction. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, because there are a lot some factions that accept things like demon kind and, and undead into their factions. Tarantulas yeah. are a prime example of this. Uh, we, as the Hearts, as I understand it, they do not accept any of that shit in there. So it's like they were coming around. They would have been doing this to every faction. Yeah, um, they went straight to the Tarantulas after that, and I was like, "Yeah, that's yeah that sounds like that's going to kick off." off yeah, like, gonna, of course, yeah. it's going to kick off. Half the people are there, probably like demon kind of undead of some kind. So of course, they're going to kick off. Yeah, I had a monitoring yeah. session at the Tarantulas, and uh, we were actually discussing if we were going to do it because they said if we we all went in there at the same time, we'd wipe them out. Yeah. Uh, so like, let's do it in waves, and then our day was saved because a bunch a shit ton of bears. Came into the camp, so like, yeah, let's do it, yay! Let's go kill a bunch of bears and tarantulas. We'll try. Yeah, uh, but I'll tell you what, you know, th there was, as far as us fighting monsters as the hearts, what kind of bothered me is that there was a load of times when I was just not effective at all. That was kind of something that did bother me. Because yep. it's like, all right, I, so I'm, I'm brand new, and I'm trying to get involved, and I'm trying to be part of it. But, you know, I'm just normal. And I granted, there were people in our faction that, you know, took them down, no issue. Yeah. But, I'm you know, they were like the, the the old hand, so to speak. They've been there for a long time. They've got all the experience, you know, strike down through all that stuff. Yeah. I didn't have any of that. And I understand that in the future I can be that. But it was kind of off-putting for my first thing. It was like, okay, I might as well just go stand at the side because I'm no good here. Yeah. Well, what I ended up having to do a couple of times to just get around that is like, if I got somebody who's like, no effect, anything. It's like, okay. Fine. I'm gonna to go to another fight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that was. I mean, you know, during the big fights, you could do that sort of thing. But when you're being attacked by monsters at your own camp, and you're supposed no, to stand. No, was during those. Was it during those? Yeah, I was like, okay, I can't do anything against this one. Someone come in. I'm gonna leave and go to somewhere I can actually help. Yeah, but that was the thing. I, during that, it was like, you know, what it was. It was mostly at the night fights too. When I first realized that my first night, it was like I'm not being effective during this fight, and it was kind of like I don't know what I'm doing here. It's my first night here. And it's like, I'm, I'm not being effective. Should I just go stand at the side? Okay. Yeah. That is but then again, you know, that would be that sort of my own shortcomings again, because, you know, in the future, I, I, I might be effective during those fights. All, you know, because all I had was normal. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any through or strike down or crush or anything like that, which did come in handy during those fights. I was literally standing there. It was like, crush. And then somebody's like, jump on and attack him. I was like, all right. And I was like, but I realized I wasn't doing anything to him. Yeah. And it was like, I think it was like a, a party of undead or something like that. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Andres, your criticism. Um, again, I've only been to Lorien Trust one more event than you guys have. So uh, I'm pretty new to Lorien Trust in comparison to a lot of people who probably would be listening to this. Um, but unfortunately, my complaint, well, not complaint, but my observation is the same as Raza. Uh, again, as new players, you come into, the, into a lot of the fights at that event um, and... As a doesn't matter as as a starting character or anybody who doesn't have something special attached to their character, uh, in form of either a magical blade or an enchanted blade or, or whatever type of blade, um, I would say about seventy to eighty percent of the time I was in fights, uh, I was literally doing nothing. So it, I really did. I, I'm right there with you guys. I mean, I felt like I was actually just wasting my time being in those fights. I was taking hits that were going to need to be healed. Um, I was not contributing to that fight apart from being a healer after the event. Yeah. And and that's, yeah, I had that, so that's fine. I could do that. But I wanted to be in the middle of it with you guys. I wanted to be able to contribute to the fight and make a difference. Well, see, and, that, that was one of the things that was kind of confusing to me leading into it. So it's like, all right, so I'm hitting somebody and I'm shouting normal. Then you need to do that, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah, because I, I started doing that because everybody else was shouting normal. I was like, all right, I'll just start shouting normal. Yeah. But... Normal was just attacking the... So if I'm fighting a Gadji and he's like... Yeah. Like in, in like one of the massive fights we were doing, right? If I was just shouting normal. Yeah. And is there anybody that's no effect normal? Because uh, I know you... Yeah, I know, I know there's people yeah, that would be, uh, you know, immune to no, you know, no effect through or no effect crush. No, basically, you find... Uh, uh, the way so I what see... I, was I still doing damage to that guy? No, you weren't. 
If he was going to take no effect of normal, then he was not taking any damage from what he yeah. was throwing at me. So one or a zero summon at that point. Um, I get the fact that there's a lot of interest. There's a lot of experienced players there. They have special abilities and things. They need to feel that they've earned the points and spent it. But at the same time, they, in my opinion, there was too many creatures that were not affected. It, at least from my limited perspective on the battlefield when I was there uh, against the things that we ended up fighting. I mean, when we went to the Griffins camp, there was a nice mix. You had some monsters that were immune to normal effects, yeah. and they were easily identifiable, which was the big difference. You could tell instantly, just by a couple of seconds of worth of combat, I went into there, fought those brain creatures, and I knew I'm doing nothing. Yeah. Turned to fight the green-skinned orcs, and I knew I was affecting them. Yeah, that's so the I thing. So I, I, I started off fighting those those brain creatures, and I realized, oh, I'm having no effect on this guy. He'll only be uh, you know affected by an actual you know massive attack. Mm-hmm. So... Then I turned to the goblins and I like, holy shit, he just dropped his sword. Mm-hmm. I, I can hurt this guy. All right, I'm strictly going to focus on yeah. the green goblins because otherwise that's the, I'm just cannon fodder. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, in the event, I think, maybe maybe it was just that year, but there was a lot of magical stuff going on that needed to be put down. Entirely possible. I don't know. But I feel that perhaps you need more of the encounters uh, for people who aren't necessarily toting around the special toys that they've that some people have spent years earning. I mean, in all fairness, if, you, if you've if you earned that special toy, then it's sort of a case like, all right, you, you've been here a lot longer than I have, that's fine. You need to, you know... You need to shine in your own Yeah, way. I mean, in all, you know, but you still can do that if... But at the same time, my normal effect could, could still count for something. No. Well, I get, the, I get what you're coming from, but basically what they should have is they should have a lot more monsters that are affected by un, un, non-special weapons, yeah. and they should have bigger things that need those people with those special calls to take them down. You need a good mix. And at the moment, I felt that the mix was too... too it was heavily, too heavy-handed. Too, too, it was too, it could have just been the stuff. event that we've been to. Yeah, yeah. again, again, but I've only been to two events. So. We're new. I mean, th- this time next year, we could be talking about a completely different song. Yeah, it could be. I mean, next year, it could be they could get the balance right. There could be a difference in the, in the plot lines. We'll be a lot stronger yeah. next year. The, it's my only real criticism. I felt like, realistically, for a lot of the fights, I was not contributing until... I would say, for, for the four days with that, I would say probably Saturday, Sunday afternoon was probably the first time I actually felt, yes, I'm actually getting involved and making a difference and contributing to this fight. Because, I mean, it was like the, when I started out with the bow and everything like that, this year was a few months as I just started firing into on, like, Friday, uh, Saturday morning after I got qualified. Uh, and it was just doing nothing. It was just like, well, I've spent a heck of a lot of... A, I spent a lot of money buying this equipment physically. It wasn't cheap to yeah. buy that kind of equipment. It takes a lot of points uh, to be able to use a bow. Plus, you've got to be qualified. You have to go through a training regime because essentially it is effectively it can be a deadly weapon if not handled properly. Uh, so you have to have the qualified training. Debbie, you went through it with me, so you yeah. know how it goes. You spent all of this time, and the, the, at the event, it was just like, just didn't feel like you were contributing anything to the amount of time and effort that you put into getting to that point. Where you're safe, you know, the system's happy to, to use it. And it's like well, you're doing fuck all, so you might as well just get out. You might as well just walk away and not use the points. Yeah, fair enough. So, but again, that's just my opinion based off this event. Uh, this is not a general reflection of LT in any way. This is just a limited view on one event uh, I mean, that we've been. To. That's the thing. I mean, so you know, the things that uh, I mean, the majority of what I've been saying right now is sort of like it, it's sort of my own shortcomings. One, I didn't really, I, I did some homework, but not all the homework. Yeah. Uh, two, it's like, you know the. Next year, we all might be able to contribute in a big way. I mean, go judging from the OSP guides that I've been following mm-hmm. and I've been looking at, I think I'll be able to contribute in a much bigger way next time. Okay, if I you go. pre-book, you're going to get lots. Of yeah, but pre-book. overall, though, I, I, as 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 much as that that little aspect of it bothered me at the beginning, the overall event though, I wouldn't trade it for the world. That was probably one of the funnest festivals I've ever been to in my entire life, and I've spent. A full week at download, high as a kite. Mm. Okay, so right, so out of ten, rain. Uh, yeah, we'll start you, David. Well, uh, uh, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I just thought just summarize. Yeah, you know, so summarize and then give us your points. Yeah. Yeah, I just think out of ten ratings are nice. Well, yeah, yeah, but obviously again, it was good. You two have never been to a LARP event ever before. Summarize it for these guys as much as you as much as you want. Okay, well, it was just a crazy weekend, really. Uh, a <laughs> lot, lot of drinking, a lot of fighting. Basically, just imagine, you know, a weekend at my house. <laughs> imagine like going to Glasgow for a weekend, and uh, just lots of lots of drinks, lots of lots of fighting. It's just the best thing ever. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, for me, I think I've already summarised the, the, my, my best okay. points and the things that I think might use work. But uh, yeah, for me, I'd say solid 9 out Ooh, of 10 okay. for this first event. Specifically, uh, this rating for me is this event, nothing to do with Lorient Trust, nothing to do with um, uh, LARP as a whole. This is just how I enjoyed this event out of 10. So this was, you know, as, as it's been said, brand new to me. I've never done anything like this before. I didn't even, the, the closest thing I'd done to like any form of sword fighting was, well, living in Moss Eyed. But <laughs> aside from that, aside from that, I, I played baseball as a kid. No, you know, I got the bat in the house. Uh, but it's also a case that this was an experience that, because when we first started the sword train, I was like, all right, I don't know where this is going to take us, but it's fun to hang out with you guys and train. Yep. And this whole weekend was wow. Because I thought, I, I generally thought we were weird because when we go to the park and train with our swords, like, all right, I kind of feel like a little bit of a weirdo when people stare at us. But we were surrounded by our people yep. this weekend, man. I had never, so I was a little nervous to talk to people and everything like that. And the irony is, the first person I made laugh there was the king when we were on our way to the Bears faction. Yep. By the way, he's cool as fuck. Yep. The king mm -hmm. is cool as hell. And I'm like, all right, I don't know, you know, because you know I'm like with authority figures and everything like that. But yeah. I saw, you know, I heard this guy, I you know, talked to him a little bit. And it's like, dude, I'll follow this guy. I'm cool with it. I'm not going to be any pain in the ass. This dude. He's cool as fuck. I can have a beer with this guy. But it's like, and I met some cool characters. I met some cool people. You know, even after... Um, that was funny as hell. I don't know where you two were, but we were on guard duty, and then somebody came to us. All right, Mordridge is on his way. I'm like, wait, why does that name sound familiar? <laughs> and then he showed up and like, okay. So me and the other guy goes, uh, guys, I don't want to know what's about to go on. Chips. So we went down and got cheesy chips. <laughs> and we just sat there talking about economics and climate change. And I'm like, and then, all right, then we went back to the faction, and it's like, I'm pretty much done for the night because I'm drunk. I've been fed. I just met a freaking uh, character oh, from a uh, uh, bygone world I've been reading about since I was a kid. I'm like, I'm, you know what? This was a good night. This is a good place for me to leave. I'm only going to fuck it up. You know, I'm going to go into the Macintosh and they're going to ask me, where the hell's all the room? I'm like, ah, bye, boys. I'm off to bed. But I will say this, though. Anytime I go back, I will be dropping off another case of beer over to the Macintosh because oh, yeah, right. they kept us watered, they kept us fed, and they kept us cool. Well, not so much fed, but they kept me full of beer. Plus, being friends with them is just yeah. That was that was fun. I got to, I got to meet them a lot. You know, I was hanging out with them, and that was. I, I tell you, I spent more. I don't. You you guys probably spent most of your time in like the political tent with the king and the queen and all those people. I spent the majority of my time in that pub with some form of drink in my hand, and they were never mean about it. Yep. You know, what I mean, it was it was just like yeah. You know, I had to, I had some good laughs with them, and that's where I've spent. I saw. Three weddings take place in that tent within a span of a half hour. Wow. And one of them, I'm fairly sure, he was not wanting to get married because he was on his knees with his arm behind his back. <laughs> I'm like, you see some weird shit on guard duty. Out of 10? Oh, um, so from what I said earlier about the shortcomings, which was mostly my fault, take into account the weather, which was basically too hot for me to put my chainmail. I put my chainmail on and I'm like... Half hour after having that thing on, it's like it's not worth the extra point, the amount this is going to do to yeah. me. Yeah, so for reference, uh, guys, it was like high 20s, and I think on the Sunday it was about 30 degrees. It was 30 uh, degrees. Clear on skies, the no cloud cover, uh, open field. So, and on, we're wearing friggin' uh, David, I don't know. Wing. David had his chainmail on all weekend. I don't know how the hell you did that. I don't know how the hell you did that. Portuguese. Um, but, and about <laughs> 10 years younger than us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's also the case that. The, the the shortcomings were most were partially my shortcomings. I met some great people, had a great time. I finally got into the swing of things. Love monstering, <laughs> love it to death. And uh, who doesn't love to be the bad guy? Well, because what was really funny, it was so hot. I sweat off most of the makeup, so they didn't realize I was a monster, and it just starts swinging at them. Oh. And it was literally, but yeah. My whole experience, I'm definitely going back. I'm pre-booking. I want more on this. I want to grow into the faction. I'm nice. gonna pledge myself to the hearts. I'm giving it a solid nine point five. Wow. Okay. Nice. nice. Okay. okay uh, summarize it again. Second event ever at Lorien Trust. I've got about ten years worth of experience of laugh on this one from other events, uh, big and small. Uh, Lorien Trust, I think, uh, is uh, a lot more in depth. Than a lot of fact, uh, events I've been to, not all, but it's pretty pretty in depth. 
you get as much role play uh, out of it as you put in, I think. If you go looking for trouble, you will find it. Yeah. Uh, well, we didn't look for trouble. We were looking for beer. Yeah, no, beer, trouble, same thing. <laughs> we were promised food and we got frigging demons. Yeah, no, no, no. Not much can do. Um, the temperature could have been about five degrees cooler and I think that would have been just perfect. Oh, yeah, that would have been... Uh, it was too hot, basically, for the event. I mean, <laughs> even I even I was wearing, I was wearing like a, a padded armour called a gambeson, uh, which didn't really add much to what I was get, getting from protection out of it. So when it really climbed to like the high temperature, even I took that off. I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to not have that. And extra. the last muster on the last day, they were, they were literally going... You know, uh, Daystar, bad. Yeah, really <laughs> bad. Um, I don't know who came up with that. Was the event was good. Um, it was good, actually, if anything, to actually have you guys there, because the last time I went to Lauren Trust, I pretty much didn't know anybody. I didn't have as much fun at the hearts a couple of years ago as I did this time. Having you guys to fall back on if things weren't quite busy at that time, and which, we could at least interact with each other. And go Dude, there was always something going on. There was something going on, but occasionally there were quiet times. Yeah. Um, I was injured during that weekend, uh, partly my own fault. Uh, but I basically, even with that, I was on painkillers. I marched through that fucking weekend. Yeah, you with did. A, with a fucked up leg, basically. Um, I went on that battlefield on sat on Saturday. I fucking I, I I pitched in even with that foot. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of fun. Um, the limitations uh, that we were talking about earlier. I think that's something that we will need to look at over more than one event to be able to gauge whether this is the norm and if it's something that maybe law interest could look at redressing. You, you, you know what we need to do next time, just as a little counterpoint, it's like we need to organise with ourselves because, guys, our food schedule was fucked up. I'm fairly sure there was a day that David didn't eat at all. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I barely ate. Yeah, I know, but I was literally it was like, I know you guys were like, you know, I'm kind of into it right now. I don't really feel like eating. Guys, I'm fucking starving. <laughs> Yeah, but again, this is the problem with with LARPing, especially on the big events like that. You just get into so much shit all the time, got stuff going on. You forget to eat, you forget to drink. Yeah, um, I noticed all my, you don't forget to sleep. I noticed all my protein bars went missing. Thanks a lot, guys. Brunch bars and pro and your special K brownies. Those brunch bars, I don't know what happened to them because I had like one and then the box just disappeared. I, I had like one. one. I had one. Yeah, the box just disappeared. I've got no idea what it was. Oh. Well, well, I know the special K brownies went into uh, your guys' tent. It might be one of my boxes I haven't cleared out yet. Uh, but in short, to summarise it all, really good event. Temperature could have been a little cooler. But can't blame really Brian Moore. Yeah, no, can't blame it. But, but for the experience. But for the experience, uh, I'm going to give it a good solid 8.5. Okay. Uh, so we've got a nice, easy, clear rating. So 8.5, 9, 9.5. Yeah, so 9, average. 9, average. Yeah, okay. That's, that's a good average. Nine. Yeah, that's better than we've got most of the movies we've reviewed on this podcast. <laughs> and most okay. of the other stuff we've done in here, too. Yeah. So um, I'm glad to have been able to bring this back, because, again, role plays is my thing. Yes. Uh, I'm glad to have... Uh, i glad that, first of all, that you were open-minded enough to actually want to try it. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, and I'm glad that I didn't let you down. I didn't think it would, but there was always that slim chance that you may not have enjoyed it. I've already told you, I always wanted to be a knight from a little kid, now I actually have a chance. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, I'm the only chance I've, to actually earn it. What was it? The, 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 <laughs> the White Tower? Or the Light Tower? The White Tower. Yeah, but also just you know, getting a knight but, by um, beating all those sons of bitches. Well, there is the four main events, but they are, the Hearts faction, in fact, all the factions tend to run their own smaller events. They are sanctioned, uh, which means if you die there, you actually do die there. But... Uh, it's generally a lot smaller, about 40, 50. But people. that's the thing. As, as crazy as my dumbass is, as much drinking that I do, I did not die all weekend. No, neither did I. Neither did he. So no. you, you were telling us, you know, just keep a character in the back of your mind in case you need to come up with a new character. Yeah. Didn't need to. No, but it's, it's, it's something that I've always experienced, that it's always a good idea to have a backup in mind. Because if you die Friday night, and you've got all this kit, and you just died, mm. unless you make an exact copy of your character again, you, you're pretty much scuppered for an entire week. You have to buy a new kit. So it's always an idea to have something. Right? So it's always, yeah. So it's always an idea. But um, in short, you've had a taste of real life uh, role play or live action role play. It's uh, You guys seem to have enjoyed it. There are other genres out there. We have been discussing a few things, uh, possibly in the future that we would like to try. Yeah. Uh, but in all in all, um, I'm just glad that you got to experience it and you actually, you, that you're hooked as well. Just, oh yeah, I'm I impressed. had a blast and I'm definitely going back. Oh yeah, same here. Pre-book. If the hearts will have us, we're back. Oh yeah, the hearts will always take good fighters and I know that we've definitely got three good fighters in our, with us. Plus, there was a, I mean, with the competition that they had, they have a lot of good fighters. Mm. They have a lot of good A lot fighters. of heavy hitters there a, too. There wasn't a single person in that tournament that would, that was crap. No. Everyone was great. So, 
always fantastic to see it. Mm. I'm sure the hearts will say something about this if we do listen to it at any point. Well, uh, we'll, we'll put something on the Laurie and Trust Hearts page and see what comes of it. Right, Hopefully well. we've got some new listeners. Hopefully. In any case, this has been fun as per usual. I am David. Raza. Oh, David, where, hang on. David, where can the kids find you online? Uh, Facebook, David Kalinas. Uh, Twitter, David Kalinas. And, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, you can find me at uh, Raza Ayub on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And our favourite part of this podcast, <laughs> Angelus, where can the kiddies you, find you online? You can find me out in the field somewhere. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so and this is uh, advice to everyone is go to field looking for random men and, <laughs> and that's how Did you know what it is? Because it won't be me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can find Angelus in the hearts tent. Find him in the tea room. Hopefully with my leg not fucked up, I'll actually be out in the uh, between the factions a lot more. Yeah. So anyway, this is uh definitely been Geeks in Training. And finally I've actually got to run my own. So, so at this point, uh, let's say goodbye everybody. Goodbye, Bye. everybody. Bye. Bye.